welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one and only heart-to-heart podcast anywhere that you can find podcasts. I am your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight is our season two recap. We finished season Woo! two of Our Dark, and we Thank are going to- God, it's over. Talk about- <laughs> It was horrible. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> We're going to talk about the whole damn thing. Mm. Uh, so we hope that you're <sighs> sitting down, and we hope that you have a drink. And we also have a special <laughs> guest tonight. First ever guest. First mm. ever so since we're doing a total nose to tail dissection of season two tonight, um, you know, I go through all the episodes and the notes that I haven't thrown away and I tally up useless uh, statistics. And one of the things that I always notice, because every time I watch, I do a, a pairing of a drink and a food for every episode. Also something that is only important to me. <laughs> but um, this season has so much booze in it, even more booze than season one. Mm-hmm. So there's actually more than 20 times that booze is being, it's probably more like closer to 30 because I'm counting all the times people are consuming alcohol or specifically mentioning alcohol. And by the time I finished making that list, much like La Moji helped us when we needed legal uh, advice yes, about yes. some of the episodes, we need a professional yes, we do. Yeah, we do. bartender. We need help. And help is here. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm the professional drunk. I'm happy to help. <laughs> Special guest, Keith Waldbauer. Waldbauer. Correct. You got it right. Yes. yes. Keith Waldbauer. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank and you for having me. It's an honor to be here. <laughs> please, please uh, give give us your <laughs> give us your CV. What's your, why are you here? Why are you a pro? What are we talking to you for? So I've been a bartender in Seattle for well over twenty years. I'm currently the bar manager of the doctor's office, which was well is uh, a newish bar that was open for about four weeks before the pandemic hit, mm. but is a celebrated cocktail lounge small 12 seats uh we got a lot of great press when we opened and ellen happens to love us quite a bit so Mm, here i am (laughs) nice so what neighborhood in seattle is it in it's on capitol hill so it's on olive way next to glows and across from the big starbucks oh Oh, nice okay good so is it where where the the beer shop used to be the beer store is actually still there and it's next door oh cool they're not open, but they will be whenever the final phase is. And is doctor's office coming back? We will be coming back. Yes. Yay. We're dark. We're dark for now. Um, until uh, the owner is a doctor. So when he says it's actually legitimately <laughs> safe, oh. then we'll reopen. Wow. Yeah. It's nice to have him on board. Yeah. Quick, quick question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you, would you guys like it if your doctor owned a bar? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, what kind of doctor? A <laughs> uh, general practitioner. <laughs> Genital. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I th- I'm thinking about it. I'm like, that's that's actually good. I, I think I would like for my doctor to it makes a, him feel more down to earth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, it just means that I yeah. will be, I'll be a little more honest with my the questions of how many drink, alcoholic <laughs> yeah. drinks do you have a week? Salt of beer. Yeah, because nobody's ever been honest on that one. No one has. No one has. <laughs> what kind of doctor is he? Do you know? He's a hospitalist at Virginia Mason. So mm-hmm. hospitalists are the ones that see you in between specialists. Oh. So they kind of take care of you while you're waiting for, say, surgery. And they give or you while drinks. You're yeah. He's like, I prescribe he does not you. I prescribe drinks at Virginia Mason, but. <laughs> 
but should you should he like you he'll invite you to the doctor's office and then we'll give you the cure for what really ails you yeah so. do you ever do those syringe shots that are super popular in florida and <laughs> the gulf coast <laughs> i assume not currently no no that'd be that fit really well a little too stingy for our clientele <laughs> but there's but there's um a drink on the menu or something on the menu that benefits planned parenthood right that's correct it's called mm. the pap smear <laughs> so it is a an overpriced shot of Pappy Van Winkle oh. along with a Smirnoff ice and oh 100% God. of the proceeds to that which is $250 pays for the cost of a visit at Planned Parenthood nice oh that's amazing that's awesome I love yeah. that I thought for sure it would have a Paps Blue Ribbon as part of it but no <laughs> it's that's a, with a it, t at the end but that's maybe next yeah it's a paps blue ribbon with a peanut butter smear across the oh, gross. Stop it. Smear. Um, i can't wait would, for you guys to open a bar <laughs> yeah it's gonna be super fun <laughs> well yeah we're the first our bar yum, the yum. first mate is coming to you soon mm, <laughs> in <my God>. 2021 <laughs> very dildo looking dolphin yeah. mascot um well that'll be to benefit uh prostrate exams so yeah yep the Paps, and, the Paps Blue Ribbon one. We'll figure that out. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you invited me. Yeah. <laughs> What's your relationship to heart to heart? Well, I'm old enough to remember it. So that's key. Uh, <laughs> it coincides with the beginning of the Reagan era, which is the, the end of the high point of America, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I vaguely remember I was a little young for my parents to let me stay up that late and watch it. I believe it came on pretty late. Other than their great feathered hair, you know, that's about what I remember and that they're rich before the 80s happened. Oh, <laughs> rich before, before the 80s. Trickle down economics took hold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, well, Reagan is a Satan, agreed. Yes. But I, what I'm realizing is Keith and I are fairly close. We're close in age, very close in age, actually. And, and Eric, you're legitimately young enough to have not been allowed to stay up to watch it. But I'm starting to realize that my parents didn't care about me very much because <laughs> they did not care what I did or what I watched or anything like that whatsoever. So you guys are lucky. Um, please be nice to your parents. They actually care about you. That's a, yeah. That's just a symptom of the seventies. It has nothing to no bearing on how much your parents actually care about you. <laughs> right. But I did grow up in a Reagan hating household. So there we go. That's good. That's a positive. I think Same. my parents sent me to bed early to, so that they could start having drinks. Oh. I think that's what happened. After oh. a long day of parenting Keith, everybody needs a drink. Well, Yes. They cared about you enough to not get wasted in front of you. Whereas my my dad doesn't drink, but my mom was like Mm. never without a bottle of Vouvray next to the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, she's, she's classy. Mine, mine was a box wine Ah. back when it was called blush. Yes. Oh man. But yeah, no, I, the blue nun bottles, like (laughs) the blue, the blue nun bottles, Toppled down the driveway <laughs> oh. <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> Keith, the hearts drink so much and they're surrounded yes. by normal people, not so normal people, hench people, villains, murderers, corpses, and everybody's wasted. You see a yeah. lot of drunk people in I your do. day-to-day life. Mm. But, but I don't ever see murdered, like murdered people. Well, I, knock, I knock really on have teeth. seen murderers, but I don't know. But you're so soft. It seems teeth. like murder happens a lot in heart to heart. So is is it your professional opinion that it's 
easier to murder someone or solve murders or witness murders if you're drunk? <laughs> would think anything but riding a bicycle and operating heavy machinery is easier when you're drunk. So, hmm. I would argue that even that is easier. <laughs> well, yeah, you at least don't know that it's hard. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or if you're me, you just don't or remember don't care. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's way more fun. Which is great. We're super all about <laughs> drunk people operating machinery on this show. This podcast is pro very drunk, very yeah. positive. Yeah. On that. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that's not entirely true, Joe. I prefer to mix medication and alcohol before mm. operating heavy machinery. I love that. That's the best. It's, it's um, what's the technical term? It's faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say fun. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say drooling. <laughs> fun is a side effect. <laughs> side effects include fun. Uh, this may be off topic, but Keith, I'm wondering, since you've seen so many drunk people, do you have, do you have sort of a sixth sense of what type of drunk a person's going to be before they're drunk at all? Oh, absolutely. You do? You can you can tell the criers right off the bat. How? You can tell. How? What's the tell? Yeah, a lot of pausing and about ready to sniffle, <laughs> and a lot of vacant stares into space. Yeah. And oh. there's the the overly happy happy drunk who generally is touching people way too often, <laughs> <laughs> preparing to be the hugger later on after mm. a few more drinks. Wow. Yes. The the I love you bro or I love you. You're my favorite. Mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. so there's that then there's the angry ones which you can spot a mile off uh, you, can spot yeah. them, you can spot them like when they come in the door and i think everyone kind of gets that one yeah they're scary uh. and then there's the one the <laughs> sorry <ones> ellen that, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, look, right you look attacked <laughs> i'm right here joe i'm right here shirley temple okay <laughs> hey everybody joe's drinking a drink with Six maraschino cherries yeah. in it. No, I already ate the cherries, so they're gone. <laughs> Speaking of, we promised our listeners a uh, a cocktail for the evening. And oh, yeah. <laughs> we, Drink we, a Gibson, everybody. Guess what, everyone? We're drinking four different cocktails. <laughs> 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 because wow. no one could get their shit together, except for Keith, to get right. the ingredients together. <laughs> yep. But Keith, what, are you, what like are you drinking? Everyone. I'm drinking a Gibson. A Gibson is essentially a martini with onions instead of olives. And I think it's criminally underordered. Huh. That savory flavor is delicious. And sometimes you just don't want salt in your martini. So Gibsons are Gibsons are my drink of choice. Do you serve it in a martini glass? The same exact glass? It's the exact same thing, yeah. Except for onions instead of instead of olives. Specifically oh. I actually don't even eat the onions. Oh. What? Whoa. And no, I almost never eat the onions. That's I wouldn't criminal i just like i just like the outer flavor that's the best part It just gives a slight taste of onion and that's all you need is just a hint of it you're still drinking a martini you're not drinking onion juice (laughs) and it's (laughs) listeners it's not it's not like a vidalia (laughs) onion just shoved into a glass it is (laughs) it is is (laughs) nothing bougie no it It is is the simplest little tiny cocktail cocktail onion onion available it's like yeah. McDonald's diced onions <laughs> poured into the glass first <laughs> floating around in there. I love the way Gibson looks because I think that the little onions look like little ghost onions. Yeah. <laughs> so immediately yeah. I love it. It's a spookier martini. Yeah. Is, this, is a Gibson something you can order at any bar or does it have to be a little bit cocktail upscale? I wouldn't, I would be very careful about which bar you go to to get a Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Simply because Gibsons aren't ordered that often. And generally those cocktail onions that we've been mm. 
crazy about the last couple of seconds. Uh, sometimes those are like a decade old and sitting in the back of the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Of whatever bar that is. So it depends on the bar you go to. So if you go to a hotel bar, for example, those onions are probably going to be pretty fresh. Oh, okay. But, you know, if you go to a dive bar hmm. and order Gibson, it's probably not the best idea. I mostly go to dive bars, so probably shouldn't oh, be yeah, ordering yeah. that. Yeah. I'm drinking a tequila last word, hmm. which I uh, oh, love the, that. The last word is is traditionally equal parts gin, fresh squeezed lime, Luxardo maraschino liqueur, and chartreuse, uh, shaken shaken with ice and served with a cherry. And I can't drink gin, I can't do it. Uh, so I do a silver tequila instead, and it's so fucking Excellent. good, mm-hmm. so good. It is good. Uh, I can't do tequila, so I'm drinking the uh, basically a Gibson, I think. <laughs> Or I guess it's just a it's martini. It's a martini. But it has Luxardo <laughs> maraschino liqueur in it. Keith, what is that called? What? <laughs> I it's put a those first are two mate. different things. It's vermouth, a first mate. <laughs> it's a vermouth, vodka, and maraschino. A splash put, of maraschino. You put uh, the liqueur in? Yes. Yeah. Is this a real drink? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know if that's a real drink. I'm sure there's a name for it. <laughs> um, B.O.B. Shirley Temple? The Garber. The, it's a first there's, mate. There is no first drink mate. with five maraschino cherries in it i can tell you that <laughs> yeah well you're welcome to like add that to your menu at your bar that's I, I, really I, kind of you joe yeah. oh my god i'll put it in the rotation wow. i can't wait to order it well uh-huh. if a, a dirty martini please has, end pandemic <laughs> a dirty martini has three olives so three cherries i'm just gonna call it a slutty martini a slutty martini i like that but it had like six cherries so it was extra so that's that's just the first mate yeah, first. We're going to call it a slutty martini after you uh, dinged me for shaming Joe's drink. Uh, <laughs> I have I have no shame around don't the judge. term slut. Don't don't judge. <laughs> I have no judgment or shame around the term slut. Uh-huh. I am personal. I am myself slutty. Mm, so <laughs> I know sugar. I know, and I love that. <laughs> it's one of the things we have in common. Yeah, <laughs> we bonded so, over slutty. So many interests. So many common interests. X Files sluttiness. <laughs> I know the list goes on and on. Um. But I drink gin. Um, Keith, is there one drink that all bartenders hate to make or hate when people order? Is there just like a classic thing that everybody just rolls their eyes at? Yeah, the blend, anything blended. Oh, yeah. It's, In general. Um, it's stupid. Any, uh, any bartender <laughs> worth, their, worth their weight doesn't get offended by any drink because it's just a drink and it takes a couple minutes to make and it's not a big deal. And you get paid to do it. So if anybody rolls their eyes at making a drink, then probably get a beer from next time but don't don't be a bartender (laughs) and those guys should not be bartenders but uh if i had to categorize one generally blended drinks like turning on the blender because the blender is just so loud that it dominates the bar unless you're outside at a pool Mm -hmm. like pool bars and blenders are perfect to get together Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. even then you know there's there's certainly bartenders in vegas who hate working the the blender and quite freak Frequently, you'll go up to a bar and try to order a blended drink, and mysteriously, the blender is broken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why don't they <laughs> just that. get one of those giant tub machines with the spiral plastic? Yeah, the, thing the in slushy it. machine, the I feel like machine. that's like yeah. the, yeah. that is one of the best like inclusions <laughs> in bars that I've seen in the last 10 years is this the slushy machine mm-hmm. because it does eliminate that fucking obnoxious blender debacle. Uh, but of course, it's also like, well, there's we have this blended drink. Like, mm. this is the one you get. <laughs> mm. 
And usually yeah. people want it anyway. They don't, all they want is like a slush. They want a fucking Slurpee. Right. Like yeah. they don't, they don't care what it is. And most people don't want to think either. They just want, that looks great. I'll have that. Yep. I want the and, pink one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want my tongue to be blue. Yeah. So exactly. are, are and, pina koalas a blended <laughs> drink? Not koalas that I've heard of. Uh, the first <laughs> I heard about it was, uh, I was listening to you guys and it <laughs> sounds adorable, but. I wouldn't even know how to make a pina koala. I don't know an Australian ingredient. That's. I was going to ask Kiwis. you, what is it? Oh, yes, yeah, that's actually, that's pretty clever. That would be delicious. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah actually, a kiwi, that would work. A kiwi pina colada would be delicious. Mm-hmm. That would work. Shit. I we're going to do that. I don't even know what's in a pina colada or a pina koala. What's in a pina colada? I know that's, that's stupid, but that's just the last drink I would order ever. It's essentially uh, cream coconut. Mm-hmm. and uh rum so good and you can add like different variations to that there's like there's lime uh you can put any number of different things in those in that drink and it, still have it be a pina colada is it tangy like, or is it really sweet it's pretty sweet and that's yeah. kind of the idea it's it smells just like uh suntan lotion yes i don't want that you Ooh. think you don't it's I know I don't. So I don't good. want that. So, but if you're sitting if you're sitting at a pool on a summer day, you definitely want one. There's a yeah. reason why everyone drinks them. <laughs> uh, Ellen's not going to be sitting at a pool on a summer. <laughs> 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 not uh, anymore. If I have to drink. That. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm thinking about like Keith was talking about the different kinds of drunks and how to spot them, there's actually a scene in one of my favorite episodes this season where Jennifer is visibly drunk. And I'm going to leave out all the parts where somebody spikes somebody's drink to horrific effect, which happens over and over and over again. Poisoning is the top manner of death for season two. Ooh, interesting. Is it really? Um, It is. Yeah. But that's not, you know, I, those are poisonings that result in death. I'm not even talking about the endless times that somebody's slipping somebody the mick, but Jennifer so Keith, it's the holiday episode, the Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and Jonathan and of Jennifer course, are driving around in the Rolls Royce with the <laughs> Christmas tree stuffed in the back, and she's just she's wasted. Yeah. Like she's like it was one of the times when I really identified strongly with Jennifer <laughs> because there is just a moment for me when perhaps I've had a little <laughs> too much, and suddenly my neck can't hold my head up like the rest of me is fine the rest yeah. of me is totally okay but my neck just like snaps back and then i'm just kind of like feeling it out <laughs> yeah. and she is doing a, a million percent doing that while they're like driving through the uh, rough streets of bel-air with a christmas tree <laughs> in the back of the rolls like you do but she's basically just like like roll doing like the head roll and then it is revealed through their um witty conversation that Every place they went to shop was weirdly was serving that super popular Los Angeles drink, grog. Oh, yeah. What's in grog? Yeah, grog is essentially a hot daiquiri. It's rum, lime, sugar, and hot water. It's like a it's yum. It's essentially yeah. That's that's my understanding of grog. But it's also another one of those catch-all. Like you can put anything in it and call it a grog. The fact that they were serving it at department stores just shows us how far (laughs) removed we are from the eighties. Yeah. Born too late. You perfectly uh, described uh, Christmas drunk. <laughs> when your neck becomes useless. Yeah. This Christmas drunk is very special in its own unique thing. Mm. Oh, Eric, your spiced rum thing reminded me of another drink question that we had. 
weirdly from one of my least favorite episodes this season, which is getting away with murder. <laughs> um, where at the end, Jennifer has kind of like a sex moment with the teenage valet yep. or whatever. Yep. And she thanks him for bringing her. <laughs> is it a euphemism? He, she thanks him for bringing her her nightly hot buttered rums. Mm-hmm. And then we yes. all realize that except for rum and we guess butter. Uh, we actually don't know what's in a hot buttered rum either, but Eric and I were kind of in mutual agreement of like the mm-mm part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people make their own. It's it's like brown sugar and uh, butter, obviously, and a few other things. I've actually never made my own scratch recipe. Hmm. People either make it for me and give it to me. Hmm. So there or, is butter in it, though. Yes. How much butter uh. would you put in? Like a cocktail glass. <laughs> well, considering I usually put a, a stick yeah. in, a, in one mug, you stir it with a stick of butter. Stirring it, with the stick. yeah. <laughs> stir until melted. Stir oh, till blended. God. Give my little pat of butter. <laughs> you guys drank a lot of vegan eggnog this year. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. and Which was I drank a lot of this eggnog that Keith makes. Oh, that is like the greatest thing I've ever drunk in my life. It's Homemade so good. And you, normally I don't like the sweet shit, but eggnog for some reason, eggnog understands me. But this eggnog in particular, mm. I feel like it was dangerous. There is was it a, a, lot of like, a lot of my neck not working. Well, actually, <laughs> you would like this. It's it's instead of instead of rum, it's tequila and sherry. It's no shit. It no shit. So delicious. It is delicious. It's the best eggnog that I know of. And uh, oh, so God. those of you at home that would like to make this, Look up tequila sherry eggnog from Jeffrey Morgenthaler. Mm-hmm. He's a Portland bartender, and he's very famous for his blog and for multiple books that he's written. And it's his recipe. Uh, it is by far the best eggnog I've ever had, and I make it every year. Nice. Wow. So his his last name is spelled M-O-R-G-E-N-T-H-A-L-E-R. Mm. Morgan I made that Thaler. <laughs> it is really good that Best sounds so bizarre to me but i i trust you guys very much so. oh my god eric i i'm not fucking with you man Ooh. it's like oh my god like i think my eyes just like damn i had biz- bazonka eyes i never drink I sherry I'm, I'm interested in getting into sherry oh i love sherry mm. sherry's wonderful mm. well first of all it's low alcohol so Oh, more and, sugar. And also, <laughs> Joe's almost, like, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> almost never mind. savory in a way. Well, if you got to do stuff, mm. you still want to, you still need a drink to power like through. Like, solve it. crimes that <laughs> yeah, are in your yeah. business. You should Honestly, just drink like, sherry. Yeah, if you plan on solving a murder in the next 15 minutes, then probably sherry is <gasps> your way to go. Who's going to die? Who's going to yeah. die? Keith, you've inspired me to have um, a pop quiz for you. <laughs> yes. Can you, uh, like, Eric and Joe are over there guzzling their maraschino whatnots. Yes. Um, can okay. you guess what kind of drunk each of them is? <laughs> we have two very, we, I think we have like the, the huggers. Oh. <laughs> I think they both are. That's I think they true. kiss you on the cheek maybe one too many times, like <laughs> over the course of the night. Oh. And then one of them, one of them, and I'm not sure which, gets melancholy towards the end. Oh, someone gets weepy. I feel attacked. Not weepy, but melan- <laughs> melancholy. A little bit Trig- of melancholy. Trigger warning. <laughs> I'm definitely the, I, I'm a hugger. I am not an inappropriate toucher. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> not oh. that you can remember. I yep. guess not. But uh, uh, I, None of I us am, are. I'm definitely a happy drunk and, uh, and a, I'm, very, I'm a hugger in regular life. 
So I am a hugger when I drink, but I'm not like, I don't remember. I get, I don't remember, but yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, You're I don't know myself funny. and I haven't been told that I am, that I am a, a, a gropey drunk. I, yeah, you're. Not, I don't think I wouldn't. I wouldn't describe Eric as a gropey drunk for no. sure. Uh, not hugger, but does get happy. You get passionate. He's I, very, I get very passionate. passionate. <laughs> his voice, yes. his volume as his voice uh-huh. goes goes up. Yes, um, he <laughs> loves to discuss things more freely. Uh, that's, <laughs> but not hugging. Not like a sloppy like. Um, not like I love you so much. Not no, uh, no. super. I I like to fuck with people when i'm drunk yeah and in a way that i don't think comes off as like the nicest (laughs) so i don't know i also don't think i don't i'm not i don't think i'm like touchy-feely no you're not but i'm like i do like (laughs) to get to like instigate people yes and whatever's going on with them i love to like poke at them and instigate and just like kind of fuck with them and and sometimes there's a word for that but i don't think i'm going to use it right now oh so you're like kind of the shit stirrer drunk yes yes he is definitely but he's also he's also the dancing drunk yeah totally oh my god (laughs) yes you guys are a mixed bag yeah yeah. i have a question for keith keith were you just trying to be nice by saying that they (laughs) were the most adorable uh positive kinds of drunks Uh uh-huh later when we got to the dancing part i was proven right True. And this is a fairly cold read. He had to, he had to go through like, the shit stirring thing. He had to ask complex like, math problems. <laughs> if I'm sitting down while they're drinking, I have to do something to entertain myself. And if I'm standing up, I also have to do something to entertain myself. <laughs> it just comes out in different ways. And people are yeah. his entertainment. <laughs> what style of drunk are you the guys? The most dangerous game. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what kind of drunk I am. The head, Lately, head I'm the, lolling. I'm the, I'm the head lolling pass out kind, which, you know, is not really. That, I don't know that that's a type necessarily. Mm. I don't know. Ellen's a pretty smiley drunk. Like, yeah. but like from my experience, <laughs> Ellen is a, like a, a necklace smiler. <laughs> <laughs> so she, her head rolls back. Her eyes are like wide. Looking listen, at yeah, <laughs> listen, listen to the night horrors episode. <laughs> and night horrors effect. And night horrors. Thank you, Eric. That's why, except for tonight, I'm drinking a cocktail because everybody's doing it and I'm really vulnerable to peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, but podcasting is very different. I feel like that's not, it's not like a good, tester to see what type of drunk you are i feel podcasting no because it's like you're very drunk and you're trapped in a cage yeah totally um (laughs) the and forced to speak i think my one memory about myself as a drunk is that i have a tendency to so i don't even know how to how to describe it i think i start acting like i'm wearing a cape (laughs) 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 not like i start acting like a superhero but that i suddenly like do everything with a big sweeping motion Mm. like a flourish and i have a tendency to just be like i'm that person that's like come on which is mostly like that's that's primarily a summer drunkness thing where somebody's like there's a lake over there and i'm just like come on Mm -hmm. and swirl my invisible cape and then i just march off i'm really into being super drunk and just marching off somewhere (laughs) so you're you're basically quentin crisp (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) call call me (laughs) just a little cape which seems weird in the summer but a capelet it's fancy describing my my movement my over like an excessively small cape or a really long it really it just looks like a a ruffle like it's (laughs) i think think it's just it's 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 probably almost a doily yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Thanks, yeah. you guys. You but see it's me. fabulous. <laughs> you see me. So, well, Keith, what type of drunk are you? What would you just self-describe? And we can sort right. of... And you can totally lie because yeah. no one sitting right here knows yet. Yeah. No, no, no. I, this a lot, of, a lot of people would probably vouch for this, but I'm the navigator. Yeah. So I, I make sure people get home safe. I make sure I get home safe. I make sure the bills are paid. Huh. Hmm. You're the dad? I just somehow make sure that gets done. And I never remember. I usually have to call the bar the next day and I'm like, hey, did everybody pay? <laughs> but now I, yeah, I have the high functioning dad capacity. I was going to call you as a, as a uh, secret drunk. Like no one oh, knows you're like, drunk. You, you could be, you could be in your mind saying like, <laughs> oh my God, I am spinning. I need to get home. Mm-hmm. What the fuck happened? And everyone else is like, well, Keith is fine. Mm-hmm. So let's have another round. <laughs> Secret drunk. That is definitely a great category. <laughs> no, I'm usually people can tell that, I, that I'm when I'm drunk, that I'm drunk because I'm very loud. Mm. But somehow I managed to rally it together and I just huh. always make we, it home, always make are, sure other people get home. We are nice. similar in that way. Nice. That's I, I get yeah. loud, but I but I frequently fool people into thinking that I'm sober. Well, I'm glad you guys are there to clean up the mess that's left behind when I swirl my cape and I'm the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> With my head just bare my head's barely still connected to my body. And then <laughs> I'll be standing on the side and I'll be like, Did did that make you guys mad when Ellen just flipped her cape at you? Did that make you so mad? Well someone pick up her then head you start please. dancing yeah. and you're like the mashed potato <laughs> why do we even talk about heart to heart talking about how drunk we all get is so much more fun you yeah. guys more yeah. fun than season two to me anyway. yeah we've mm. we've done it for 40 minutes so it's it's <laughs> <laughs> amazing keep be with us always but i do have a list of questions that are kind of heart to heart related yeah. and definitely for a, a professional I'm here for you. We it's, really do. Thank you. It's the lightning round for Ask a Professional Bartender. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Born ready. First question. What stout should I serve to a murderous double agent? I'm serving, I'm assuming that it's on draft because you have, if a double agent's going to care, then it's going to be, a, you have a draft system in your house. So I'm going to say a Guinness. <laughs> oh, huh. mm-hmm. okay. Because Classic. everyone loves Guinness. Mm-hmm. It's good for you. Or that's what they say anyway. And, you know, murderous double agent, that thing can go both ways. So, yeah, you have no idea which way it's going to happen. So Literally. you might want to <laughs> go with a crowd pleasing. Cover your bases. It's never going to fail. Safety first. <laughs> All right. This one's a little, this one requires a little more context. So an insane gold collector is holding me at gunpoint in his creepy private basement museum. He wants to sip cognac and talk before he kills me. What cognac best suits the mood? So, you know, that question kind of like starts off with a, a whole Scooby-Doo thing. <laughs> Much like, like the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm intrigued. I, I didn't look this episode up, but I'm, I'm very curious. Uh, this can also go one of two ways. So insane and a gold collector. <laughs> and who also loves cognac. So mm-hmm. you could be, if this person's insane. They are. Then you don't want to waste your great cognac. <laughs> Good points. <laughs> yeah. True. So, Very true. But, you know, they're also. But it's going to be the last drink that you're going to have because he is going to kill you. Well, it's the last drink that he's going to serve you. I would think Fair if you're going to get. Spoiler alert, Eric. <laughs> <sighs> you're about to get murdered. You're going to have like, that metallic 
kind of tannic taste in your mouth. So <laughs> is, that the, is that the taste of fear? Uh, yes. <laughs> Certainly, yes. You taste the iron in your blood. <laughs> you really thought about, about to this. swallow most of Ew. it. Yeah. What, pairs well okay. with, what cognac pairs well with blood? <laughs> oh, wait. I, I feel I should add that the insane gold collector, his name is Noel Tepman. Noel Tepman. Okay, In so case that helps. It does help. So you're going to want to, you're going to want Martel. Martel vs. Cognac. Cognac is, it is good? phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cognac is delicious. It gets this really bougie wrap, but it's, it's delicious. Pairs well with blood. <laughs> and it pairs well with blood, which is, you can't say that about everything. Tequila yeah. for sure does. Mm. Ooh. All right. Well, this one's more like a, about a pairing. So, um, what wine goes best with canned dog food? <laughs> I think we're going to have to go with the Aussies on this one. Shiraz. Oh, wow. Why? Uh, it, they're, I mean, like the times you've eaten dog food and had to pair and you pick Shiraz. Why? So I haven't eaten dog food since I was a little kid. It was about <laughs> the time when Heart to Heart was on air. And he was drinking a lot and of Shiraz. Which is a little to kid. have wine. Did you I think was it, not drinking Shiraz. Did you think it was pate? <laughs> back then. Yeah, but. Don't shit talk pate, uh, Joe. I'm warning you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm the thinking drugs coming out. Australian <laughs> wine is, is Shiraz is what you want. Shiraz. All right, done. Or, bl- or blush. Shiraz. <laughs> We're going to have. And Gaines. Have Shiraz with our dog on it. With our Gaines burger. <laughs> our yeah. Gaines burgers. All right. What brown liquor do I take neat after I murder an intruder in my own living room? <laughs> well, you're probably going to, you're going to want to make a, a pretty good brown liquor because if you're murdering an intruder. I'm a little shook. You're going to, yeah, you're going to want something good because you're going to be detained for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you think <laughs> you got a lot of questions. There's going to be a lot of questions. So oh, um, I'm, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. Also. Yeah. Caveat. <laughs> yeah. So that was not written into the question. And if you're rich, well, yeah, have a, have a, have a Pappy Van Winkle. Done. What is that? Pappy Van Winkle? It's, it's bourbon. Okay. Super rare. rare Noted. O- really overpriced. That's the that's the pap and the pap smear that we talked about earlier. Mm. Okay. And that drink is two hundred and fifty bucks. The shot of whiskey is. What? The Smirnoff Ice is about a dollar. <laughs> the I, it's for, it's for a good cause. Are I'm you serious. So, I, I'm sorry to cut into this the lightning round here, but uh, does Smirnoff Ice? pair with this $250 (laughs) bourbon in any way, shape, or form, or is this just funny? Smirnoff only pairs with a knee on the ground. That's about it. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to ask if you've ever iced anybody. All the time. All the time. (laughs) It's a pastime. (laughs) But wait, okay, so that's the charity price, right? The Pappy Van Winkle? Correct. Correct. So What is a bottle of that? actually cost you know oh it's it's in the hundreds of dollars oh shit really wow. even in the thousand dollars holy shit 10 years ago wasn't it wasn't like that at all um it's heavily allocated which means there's only a certain amount that are sent out to different markets so mm-hmm. seattle has x number of bottles that get sent to it la gets x amount of bottles sent to it damn so essentially mm-hmm. those like the the scarcity of it makes it pricier but uh, if you want something very similar, you can get Weller for like 
a quarter of the price. Ready? Next question. Yes. All Sydney. right. Uh, what bubbles should I toast my own fake murder with? Well, I'm not sure what a fake murder is. I'm pretending to get murdered. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wait a minute. So you're, are you dead or are no. you? No, she's faking her own do, death. Doing the murdering. She's she had faking a, her own well, death. She had a fill in, get shot. You should, you, mm-hmm. you know. But everybody's like, oh, and this and that. And then a guy dressed like a gangster cartoon jumps out and fake <laughs> shoots me. Yeah. Okay. And then you're like, so you're toasting the success of that, of pulling off this fake murder. Cool. So I assume there's therapy involved afterwards. So <laughs> I'm going to say get something really bougie and awesome. So be a cart Simone Rosé. Mm. It's Ooh. like my uh. favorite champagne in the world. Ooh. And it's very expensive and it's delicious. It takes the edge off your fake mortality. Yes. Okay. Back to the wine. One of my dinner guests spied on me in the shower and then thankfully was stabbed to death. <laughs> Do I serve white or red wine with dinner? <laughs> okay, well, I mean, there's a couple different ways of thinking of pairings. So you can either go match like to like or you can go uh, opposites, right? So I would say red wine because you want to drink the blood of your enemies. <laughs> Or if you want contrast, go with an Alsatian white. Alsatian white. Yeah, have, you, have you ever had Alsatian wines? I don't think so. What is that? So Alsace is right on the border of France and Germany. Ooh. And they have this winemaking that's completely unique in the world. It's a little bit of German history and French history. Wow. So that combination and like the te- techniques they have and the soil make for some of the most unique wines on the planet. Damn. Okay. And I'm picturing us drinking that as we're looking down at the dead body that tried to peep on us in the shower. That's how I'm picturing it. So you're glad they're dead. Yeah. You're like, but you're also like, uh, the cops are on their way. There might be a murderer in the house still. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So either the blood of your enemies or just something super cool and weird. Yeah. Something light. (laughs) Dig it. Dig it. Yeah. Something light that you can. Celebrate your victory. Show them that they shouldn't have fucked with you in the shower. <laughs> That's right. Well, truth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then I have one last question. Picture this. We're dressed in yellow face, sing in front of our fireplace, even worse, <laughs> wearing kimonos. Question mark. Um, what sake goes best with pepperoni pizza with anchovies? Eaten with chopsticks. Whichever one has the highest alcohol content. <laughs> so one cup. Yeah. Well answered. Just to make you forget that you ordered that combination. (laughs) 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 I love it. Because I'll never forget that they did that scene in basically in Yellow Face. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Also, whatever can help you forget the Yellow Face. Make you make you make you play the yellow face off as a fun joke. (laughs) So bad. All right, that's all I got. Nice. The best sake is the one in that scenario. The best sake is the one that you throw in the fireplace and then go reach for the bourbon. (laughs) (laughs) The one that will create the biggest fireball in the fireplace and wash your yellow face off first. Yeah, whatever will whatever and please wash burn the the bad makeup (laughs) off of your face. Like (laughs) enough with the Madame Butterfly bullshit. All right. Well, I'm going to raise my glass to Keith. Yes, Keith. Keith. Keith, Keith Waldbauer. Thank you for having me on. Our first and 
best guest. <laughs> so great that I set the bar for your future guests. You set and served the bar. It was amazing. Right. There we Thank go. Thank you very much. <laughs> Please come back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we would anytime. love to. We would love to have you back. And well, we'll now I have a microphone. Yeah, to see Ellen. I just, I just need a couple hours' notice, and <laughs> you'll honestly, get t- ten minutes. Right now, I, I need like ten minutes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just have to put on pants. Yeah, well, Not there's really. booze in, <laughs> in basically every single episode. So. Yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'll let you guys get on with it. And Thank you so much for being with us. Yeah. Thank you. Truly, truly my pleasure. Thank you. Have fun. Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) Have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Cheers. Bye, Keith. Good night, Freeway. I mean, Keith. (laughs) All right. Uh, What a pleasure. That was awesome. Now we've had a guest. Yay. And now we have to talk for another two hours about <laughs> season two of our <laughs> Um This is what happens. Like we we cut to one episode a week and it's just like three hour episodes. That's just what it is now. <laughs> Should well, I? I'm, we've got our, our basic questions, right? I bet yeah. we, we can do this. We can do this with brevity. Last time we were like wildly free ranging. Can I kick us off and just ask you guys if I renamed an episode so okay let me just say first of all these retitles i was really trying to stump you guys i really wanted to stump you guys yeah but coming up with titles that would stump you have a detail about the episode and be funny turned out to be so fucking difficult so i don't think they're gonna be super hard to guess but i do have multiple names for each so i just won't tell you if i if you've already guessed multiple names for each one i have some alternative names for for certain ones so i won't tell you if you've already guessed the episode you'll just have to guess and then i'll tell you if you're right or not but if i was going to call an episode super murdery bros (laughs) what episode would you think i was talking about uh oh fuck (laughs) this lady is murder yes immediate (laughs) i knew you'd get that one yes because of the cute well then one cute one mean brother. The brothers yeah. who love to hang out in the bedroom, reading a newspaper and lounging on the bed at the <laughs> Super same time. Bros. Just in the, in the middle of the day. All right. Season two, heart Season to heart. Two. So I want to start. Um, let's start off with just the overall feeling of season two compared to season one. Like what Joe, I, I'm very interested in what you thought of season two versus season one. Mm-hmm. The, so the luster was off a little bit. Uh, I felt like I, it all, it does merge together a lot in my brain though, too. So that's the other thing is like, but it, it was less of a event to watch each episode, I guess this season. So I, I was having trouble remembering what happened in a lot of the episodes where I feel like season one, I was able to just, if you said the episode title, I would immediately like remember what happened. Remember my favorite part. Remember everything. But we've watched 40 episodes at this point. 42. 42. Oh, 43. 43. I am. I have notoriously a bad memory. So I, they are merging in my head major. It's like a magma pile of art hard episodes. <laughs> is, is that a really long way of saying you didn't like it as much as season one? I, but I did. There were parts that I really did enjoy so much. Huh, and it's more, different. It's different. It's different for sure. But it's just hard to di- it's hard to distinguish, I would say, other than this being a new endeavor and a fresh, you know, the freshness is like 
worn off a little bit, I yeah. guess. So. The dew is off the road. Yeah, a little bit, uh, yeah. Is there an episode of season two that you thought was better than any episode in season one? Uh, well, I'm going to spoil my favorite episode, but tis the season to be murdered <laughs> definitely will be remembered forever. Yeah. And I think I did enjoy it more than Night Horrors, which was my favorite from episode, from season one. Wow. Yeah. I think just the weird campiness, I guess, of it. <laughs> Ellen's looking like she's so shocked. <laughs> she shook. Well, you just you just besmirched night horrors. I which, know, <laughs> which is not allowed. <laughs> but for tis the season to be murdered. <laughs> tis the season to be murdered uh, uh, is the only heart of gold from season two. Wow, it's the only one. It's the only one. Yeah. How many do we have I, in season one? We Three? had four Jesus. in season one. Okay, yeah. I can sum up my feelings about season two in one sentence mm. too many boats mm. not enough ghosts <laughs> yeah the yeah. end i agree done recapped way too many boats i think season two doesn't hit the mark that season one did for me season one really like surprised me actually like i i and having known the show in my vague memory <laughs> um <laughs> Revisiting it, season one, I was like, yes, this is what I remember. This is why I love this. This this is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Season two has so many great moments, so many moments that I'm like really in love with. But collectively, as a season, um, it doesn't do the same thing. Like it doesn't have the same, yeah. doesn't bring the same joy to me that season one did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that it dipped in quality necessarily. I feel like it's just that the formula was showing and it wasn't getting tossed around with anything flavorful enough. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, like Tis the Season to be Murdered was spectacular and like mm-hmm. it just did some really <laughs> fucking amazing things. But <laughs> But they were amazing things along the lines of like, you know, like an action movie that has a crazy sequence that you're like you have to see this movie because this is so crazy yeah whereas mm-hmm. season one was like oh no you have to watch this because it's really good yeah because the characters are so yeah like and- like co- i'm sorry to bring up cop out again cop out mm. or or downhill to death where it's like mm-hmm. uh this is so good like this is really good television mm. and then mm-hmm. season to be murdered it's like if that were in season one it still would have been a heart of gold. Yeah. It still would have been like a really fun thing, but it would have, you would have said like, well, Oh, they did like a wacky one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very Scooby-Doo. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there's Puppets. episodes like what murder. And you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good episodes in season two. I think there's some really high highs, but the pacing and the way that the episodes were, the order they were in and everything. I know that we were struggling a little bit. Like there were some times when it felt like we kind of, bottomed out a little bit yeah. in between, you know, where it was just like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there was a real dip. There was a real, real dip. Uh solid yeah. gold murder, getting away with murder and the murder of Jonathan Hart. That that block wah, wah. that block of episodes was so yeah. arduous. Like mm-hmm. it was it was just a but then but then the latest in the high fashion murder comes on Ka-pow. and it's like bang 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 getting away so it's just a, a little oh. bit the the pacing it just wasn't it's just not like as snappy as a collective string of episodes i think as season one mm. but uh, still lots of things to love yeah yeah villains and looks and all the things speaking of things to love 
What was your favorite murder or death in oh, you season two? You. <laughs> you already know. My could I? Could I guess that it's? Dee, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. It's one of my favorite murders through the entire series, <laughs> and it is. Uh, it is when um, the private eye gets bitten by the snake in the grass jack yeah. in the box to- <laughs> toy and he dies <laughs> of curare poisoning. Yes. That's my favorite <laughs> too. so great. That is and my favorite too. And his head smashes into the car horn. <laughs> it's not, it not just the murder. The murder itself is spectacular. The fact that mm-hmm. it's a jack in the box snake. Mm-hmm. So, so fantastic. Then his actual death was so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but then it's but it's very cinematic and creepy that they have it staged in an empty drive-in. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, totally weird. Um it's really crazy. Also, it's really the human-sized paper shredder in that episode is a great <laughs> death as yeah. well. Walter gets it. You just really saw that coming. And then, <laughs> then I wanted to say the scuba diving slow boat to murder death, where the scuba diver pops out of the water. <laughs> that was good. Guy comes up. I mean, that's, that's a good. That's a good murder in any show. Yeah, I mean, that's just. A terrific murder. I've never seen that in any other show, if yeah. I'm honest. Like, I have never seen that, and somebody should totally swipe that. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get but when Snake in the, the Grass is involved oh with the God. little song, like, nothing, nothing can touch it. I yeah. just love it so much. Little needles. So good. Like, little needles dipped in poison or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, with along those lines, who's our favorite villain from season two? Mm. Mm. I my most memorable villain from season two is Zero. Mm. That's the one that instantly Zero. popped into my head. Zero, <laughs> and he's a man of hench. He is a man of hench. He is a man of hench. Do we? I guess we never think like this. This season we talked a lot about the men of hench. Yeah, we did. Although I think there's fewer men of hench. We or coined kicks of side in we this. We coined one. the phrase of men side. of hench. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And kicks of side. Mm. Um, my absolute favorite men of hench of all time. I think. Are in this season, and it's absolutely uh, Milo and Gunther um, <laughs> from Murder, Murder on the Wall, or as as I uh, came to call them, Knife and Ottoman. Knife, Knife and, and Ottoman. Ottoman. Yes, to me, they are top shelf men of hench. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite villains are Ronnie and Chris. Mm, the from, gay from lovers, the gay lovers oh, from, from Blue Chip Murder, yeah. Inter- interior designers. Because yeah. Chris is just evil; he's just evil. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't really believe in evil. I guess I'm just saying he's he's a bad dude. Thinking about that episode since we've watched it, uh, what mm-hmm. a week or whatever ago, mm-hmm. I love that they were gay. I love, yeah. I love that. I love the whole thing. Yeah. I love how they played it. I love how they introduced it. I thought it was so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, I just I love them. Yeah, I love them. They were great. They deserve. Yeah. They, they deserve to come back. Uh, Ruby Braff has honorable honorable mention for me. Just her looks and her weird leather oh, jumpsuit yeah. on that treadmill. Oh shit! Ruby, she was Ruby cool. Braff is good. Yeah, mm. I'm, she's she's down for my favorite looks. My favorite villain. I was really torn about villain. I mean, like Men of Hench, obviously. Night the men of Hinch are really shining in this this season. There's there's yeah there's some solid pairings some great uh, teams, but villain wise, I was like, wow, well, you know, I had a couple instant, you know, thoughts about it. Oh, we forgot about Mr. Cutshaw. Remember Mr. Cutshaw? Oh, Mr. Cutshaw. Mm. He's very henchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, He's got the hench down. Um, mm-hmm. Zeke Ballinger. Zeke Ballinger. From, uh, Zeke Ballinger from Murder in the Saddle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I have to call him out as a super bad villain, meaning bad as in evil, not yeah, good yeah. villain, because he is the most realistic villain. He's just a rich asshole who wants to strip mine the valley. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is absolutely the most real thing. He's paying off congressmen. I mean, that is that is a brutally realistic yeah. villain. And so in that sense, he's both. I have to acknowledge him, but I also can never think of him again ever because it's so awful, especially in our current yeah. uh, state as a nation and in a world like somebody that wants to basically strip mine. So if they did that episode now, of course, he'd want to be fracking, right? Yeah. But I think one of my favorite villains is I loved Mar- Marion uh, from Murder is a Drag. Do you remember Marion? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. Red Riding Hood lady. Yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah. Um, but I think Calculated. I have to I have to give it to Sylvia Van Upton. Oh <laughs> and her and her Alexandra thrift store the Great. <laughs> yeah, in her crazy <laughs> thrift store uh, house ah. and her, her uh, weird Victorian yes. garb. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say Scotty slash Mary Scott oh, is shit. definitely you know, the best. Yeah. Uh, she, I, don't I found think her, her as a villain though. One of the most I felt realistic bad because she's mentally ill. Totally. So I, I honestly because of that I don't think of her as a villain. That's why I, I didn't pick yeah. Peggy as a villain either. Yeah. Uh, Peggy's not a villain. Uh, I guess just, that's a good point. It's but a good point. I, I, I do want to give honorable mention to Belle and Jess. Uh, from, oh, they're from good. Slow Boat to Murder. From what? They're Slow good. Boat to Murder, where where Stanley is framed oh, yeah. for murder. Mm-hmm. Yes. They were good. They like really that good. that whole like marina nightlife criminal enterprise. Yeah. That's so Bella smart is and good. is ruthless. Like she just does. She just don't get in her way. I mean, she just doesn't bat an eye. Mm-hmm. She's killing people left and right. Mm-hmm. And Jess is like, um, are you sure? And she's yeah. just like, do it. <laughs> like anytime you have a villain that's just like, do it. Shut up. Do it. Mm-hmm. It's like that's a good one. Also, she dresses awesome, and she is in a boat chase so good that it made Eric like a boat chase. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of looks, yes. This, let's this speak season, of looks. this season was not a fashion high point. Even though there were a couple of episodes that were very fashion centric, mm-hmm. the looks this season were not nearly as high as the looks in the last season. Yeah. It, it wasn't popping for you. It wasn't popping for me. Not as it, much. Not as like, often. There were some very kind it's of hard like, when there's no ski episode. True, exactly. But there were there were some good like casual looks in this episode, like mm-hmm. some decent casual looks. But there well, there's a big shift. Like Jonathan rocks the jeans all of a sudden. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's some there's some big shifts in the way that that Jonathan and Jennifer dress that mm-hmm. seems to change the tone for everybody. True. So when I think of looks, and I'm usually thinking of Jonathan and Jennifer. I mean, I can't really think of anyone that blew my mind. Oh, I think of one. I do. I do think of one specific moment that blew my mind. Ruby. Rattlesnake ballerina. Oh yeah, (laughs) Dominique. Dominique. Dominique Dominique was my. Dominique. Dominique is my look uh, for the like. <laughs> mm. I, I'm sorry that I was like com- combining that with Jennifer. <laughs> I guess it, it kind of is. You could do that. You could safely say that's Jennifer. I guess different actor though. So <laughs> See, for me, like there's for me this this season the villains one with the looks, not Sylvia Van Upton. Although I think she's a terrific razor uh, witted villain. Her clothing is 
heinous. It's mm. a crime against sighted people. <laughs> but uh, Ruby Braff yeah. had, had the looks I loved the most. Because uh, she so wears, honest. as Joe mentioned, the pleather jumpsuit to walk on a treadmill. <laughs> yeah. um, she has that crazy sweater with the 80s lady face yes. on it. <laughs> she has a cosmic themed jumpsuit mm. that she eventually falls into the roiling vat of drug dog food um but then second second place to me i mean there's a lot of individual looks but these are the characters that really i felt had like consistently great looks um was bell also a fantastic yeah. villain Bell but great. bell's looks were amazing she just really rocked the jewel tones and she just just had like the Mm, the colors, the color combos, right? She did the hot pink and the emerald greens, like two mm. of my favorites. I love that. And I, I love Scotty's. Yes. Um, Scotty's. Her pearl laden. Oh. Oh, you like her, her murder oh, outfit. When she pulled that dagger out and those pearls behind it. Oh my God. That was so. When she Scotty went all Phantom of the Paradise. Yes. <laughs> so beautiful. And of course, I have to call out uh, Michael Volbrecht's outfit with the white shirt and the the tie tucked into the mm-hmm. shirt and the one? ant pants. Oh, mine was Dominique. Like Dominique, Dominique's yeah. looks rattlesnake ballerina. Yeah. Dom- Dom- I feel like Dominique is just pantheon. She's she's canon. She's hall of fame. Yeah, Dominique is just yeah. That's just all we have to say. I love Dominique. Dominique. I love Dominique and her husband. Like, I I wish that they would come back. I wish that the hearts would have to work with them. (laughs) Yeah. uh, To foil some sort of crime. Like, that was so fun. Recurring villain. And I liked their relationships. Like, I liked their weird, like, play against each other. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a healthy thing necessarily, but it works for them. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was cute. They seem happy. They They totally seem seem happy. happy. Favorite looks also Jennifer dressed as an elf was one of my favorites. <laughs> what episode would you think I was talking about if I said the title of the episode is Birder? It's what? <laughs> what murder? Birder. Yes, what Eric got murder? it. Yes. Oh. Because <laughs> she gets murdered with a bird. Birder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That's so good. What, what episode would I be talking about if I called it Murder with a Side of Ranch? <laughs> Burn the saddle. Yep. Good one. Good call. I love it. Uh, well, okay. So the hearts again have just sat through a bunch of murders of their friends and been totally fine with it and in some situations they've been they've stayed strong they've okay stayed, yeah they've stayed <laughs> yeah. they've stayed heart strong through so much and, murder uh, they, they hashtag heart strong <laughs> but uh one of the things about season one and one of the things that i associate with heart to heart is the moments between jonathan and jennifer that i find Aww. endearing or uh that show me that they are a gen that make me feel like they're a real couple what in season two are your favorite hearts moments? Um, and here's where we realize that maybe I am, well, I'm not the diehard romantic. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was thinking about this uh, to talk about it tonight, I was like, oh, and as you know, my favorite 
moment, Jonathan and Jennifer moment from last season was Jennifer driving the luggage cart while Jonathan threw suitcases at Which the Which is villains. a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic moment of them working together. I like teamwork and yeah. I think it's great to be able to work with your partner. Um, yeah. This this season, my favorite John, <laughs> Jennifer moment, and this came to me immediately, um, was from Murder in Paradise. And Murder in Paradise has one of my favorite things in the entire season, which is the longest fight scene ever in the history of mankind <laughs> when Dolph Sweet and that other guy are like just going at it and fighting in the office at the croquet club. Oh yeah. And so Jonathan and Jennifer are just standing there watching them. The fight legit goes on for almost a full minute and they stand there watching the entire time. <laughs> and at one point, the thing happens that you think will make them finally stop and break it up because Jonathan totally has a gun in his hand, yeah. but they're just standing there watching. Mm-hmm. And the moment that you think maybe a normal person would just be like, all right, all right, break it up or whatever, because you've already blown past that 20 seconds ago. <laughs> the part where Dolph Sweet throws the Scotland Yard double agent into a glass doored cabinet <laughs> and the whole thing just shatters and he slides down into it. At one point, you know, the point where you, before that where you think he's, they're going to call it off is when Dolph Sweet has his, he's lifted the guy up over Dolph Sweet's own head <laughs> by the neck. He has his hands around that guy's neck and he lifts him up over his own head and is choking him. And they just cut back to the hearts and they're like, mm-hmm, nice, <laughs> nice weather we're having. Uh, that is my favorite uh, Jonathan Jennifer moment because I just think it speaks to a weirdness yeah. that is shared. And I super love it. Also, that fight scene is spectacular. My other, my second place for best to me, Jonathan and Jennifer moment is when they are in Mrs. Bittersweet's parlor <laughs> with all the crazy <laughs> cuckoo clocks uh-huh. and they figure out that um, the cuckoo clock um, turns on the TV and sends espionage, coded espionage. <laughs> Which thoroughly confused the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love some moments. I, I didn't really come up with much for this question. It was, because it Eric, was rough this season. You've spent, you've been saying the whole season they're that they take a back seat. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, they take a back mm-hmm. seat to the episodes. Mm-hmm. The the one <laughs> that I really did like, though, was when Jonathan was talking about his wet, squeaky first mate. <laughs> 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 because it's so visceral and real. <laughs> but I'm thinking a lot about season one moments that I loved when when Jennifer got almost got exploded by explosion juice <laughs> in her oven. Mm-hmm. She had a very real moment after that of just being traumatized. And that felt very good and real, a, a great moment between them. There were, and I felt like there were more moments like that from season one. There were. The, so mine and mine kind of fall into that category yeah. because they're my my two favorite hearts moments are from polar opposite episodes versus what murder when Jonathan has no memory oh. <laughs> and Jennifer is like reading a book in bed and like like uh. they're trying to she's trying to reconnect with her husband and there is just this innate love between them that that kind of shines through in that moment that I thought was very mm. very sweet and it was even though she just had sex with this stranger or he has sex with this stranger mm. it's it was <laughs> it was nice to me mm-hmm. uh, and then operation it, or Order. she had sex with somebody who's clearly experiencing a medical emergency <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Which, who hasn't though? I mean, who, <laughs> and if you haven't, please do. Uh, and then Oper- Operation hot. Murder. So hot. Am I Operation right? Operation Murder so when Jennifer first gets admitted to the hospital. Oh, yeah. And Jonathan is just being very like the their interactions when she is being checked in and he has to leave. I mm-hmm. felt were so genuine. They just mm. felt very You know real. why? It's because she was having a medical emergency and he was like, I can't wait to have sex with her. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh wait, don't make him leave. I'm I'm having a medical right. emergency. A medical <laughs> this is going to be the best sex we've ever had. It's yeah. one of our things, you guys. Where, where's my private nurse? <laughs> right. Head injury? This really does it for us. Head injury. But yeah, this this season though, they, their relationship, I feel like the the writers thought we've established their They're relationship. Established. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't need to spend a bunch of time with them. For me, that element of it really enhances the show. Yeah. So right. I was a little bummed that this season didn't have more of that. Like it was, it was just implied. Mm-hmm. Um, but those moments where they actually had to show that they cared for each other um, <laughs> uh, in, in their time of need and not when someone was being kidnapped or, had a gun held to them when it wasn't a rescue situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. I thought mm-hmm. that was really nice. And it, it yeah. reminded me of, Oh, they love each other. And I, I love that they love each other. I like those moments and I, it was lacking mm-hmm. for sure in this season. Yeah. I felt that definitely was lacking, but you know, what wasn't lacking was fucking Max's libido. Max had mm. so many ladies this season. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So many amazing Max ladies. Max was quite the player this, this yeah, season. Yeah, he was true. he was doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Do does anyone have a favorite Pearl Danko oh Max my God. lady? <laughs> there, can, there can only be one. Pearl Danko's like the fucking slayer. Yes. Um, there can be only one. Okay, but if there can be only one, it's Rose. That's the thing. But that's from last season. I know. I know. And that's, Joe, we're talking about season two. Tonight. I know. but Season two, the second season. But Pearl Danko, I love Pearl Danko, but she did, okay, she did a Stanley moment for me. So when Stanley is trying to get with all the ladies yet he has a wife and two kids at home not Pearl- anymore he doesn't anymore not anymore right that's not canon apparently um <laughs> but what pearl danko has a moment like that for me when she at the end of the episode after all this trouble she's caused she's like i'm gonna go back to like hustling and doing this weird that's fucking with yeah and yeah, I, I, I don't I, I love Pearl, but that ruined it for me a little bit. It made me not like her as much. It bummed me out a little bit, but yeah. it also like the the fact that Max wasn't bothered by it, and that they, everyone was just like, "Max oh. has a shady past." Yeah, no, Max is <laughs> Max is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll remember from season one when Max fell in love. Mm-hmm. Uh, that w- as soon as he found out that she was shady, he was like, I'm going to fuck this nurse. Right. Yeah. So, to me, I, it's not. We're not talking about Max's lady of all time. Mm. For this season, it's Pearl Danko, man. Yeah, it's definitely Pearl Danko. What was? What's the other options? Like, what? Who else was Max with this season? There's a bunch of ladies in Hawaii. Hawaii. Well, yeah, there's, there's the lady oh. that he was having dinner with when the Canadian drug dealers were at their house. But yeah. what's <laughs> who her, shook her breasts over the? the no, the lady. Yeah, that over the lady. Plate of pasta. Cha cha. Is it Edna on the cruise on how to get or eat get, it? Getting away, Edith, getting away with murder because I loved. It wasn't her. getting away with murder. It, it was, that was uh, last that was season. Last it's season. cruise at your own risk. Oh, fuck. Your own, yeah. Oh, God damn it. Okay. No I know mind. this Sorry. is really hard. <laughs> this 
this is so hard for me. So yeah, yeah, because the first mate thing is also from season one, but I didn't want to say anything. Is it? Ri- no, it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's from Cruise at Urine. Are you yeah, serious? Fuck! God damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> It's but really it's, it was hard. so important that it his yeah. first mate was so hard. Yes. Okay. Wait. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so and shiny. If an episode was called, <laughs> if an episode was called "Racist Murder Two: Colon <laughs> Kick Kickback," what <laughs> what episode do you uh. think I would be talking about? <laughs> oh my god, my stomach hurts so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 I, I can only think of murder rap. <laughs> no, wow, wrong. Oh I feel my like God. I feel like Ellen will know it. <laughs> oh my God! Is it homemade murder? Yes, yes. Uh, was that a racist uh, murder? Yeah, because they dress up. That was the yellow face oh. eating pizza with chopsticks. <laughs> And it also made me think of Three Ninjas Kick Back. <laughs> That's why it's called Racist Murder 2 Kick Back. <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. Oh my God. <clears throat> oh God. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, that's that's actually that's a decent segue for me. Um, uh, freeway was was <laughs> freeway was frequently featured in this this season, which was nice uh, for me uh, because I don't hate freeway mm. like so like here. Joe. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite freeway moment? None. Bullshit. My, my, <laughs> mine, mine was from Homemade Murder. Oh. <laughs> and it's when the hearts are tied up in their, in their room. Oh, yeah, and Freeway is just like looking at them chewing on his toy. <laughs> <laughs> because that was the most genuine, like, you have a dog. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> your dog, dog is not going to save like you. Like <laughs> what Bobo would do if we that's were tied what, up. Bobo would just be like, where's my treats? Yeah, can I have some treats? <laughs> I love all of the times when Jennifer calls freeway baby well she calls all animals baby which is clearly Mm. stephanie powers animal lover right super cute but my favorite freeway moment is when when freeway is on the junk um totally just just having the dts from dog on it and he is high like backed into that cabinet Like he's gonna come uh, out like waving a switchblade and screaming. <laughs> like he says, "Fuck you, my, mom!" That's yeah, <laughs> my favorite. That moment, and then from the same episode where he's just like crashed out on the on the ottoman. <laughs> And Jennifer's like, somebody looks like they're not having very much fun. And they both look at him and like, please kill me. <laughs> I like that. Where is the drugs? 
where the drugs at. I liked uh, when he was playing fetch with Max next to the well in. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> yeah, that's actually cute. Because I was, was so. Cute. That's when I saw Freeway, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's so cute!" Yeah, when he was in motion, I think <laughs> stagnant freeway, not for me. Motion freeway, I can see his uh-huh. like frame underneath all that raggedy ass fur i just keep imagining freeway <laughs> when the hearts are tied up to that chair <laughs> and he, yeah. he, look, he gives he gives them the side eye that like do- dog owners i assume every dog owner knows mm-hmm. uh where they're just like what the fuck are you doing like <laughs> i have a toy here what, <laughs> what do you want mm-hmm. right that whole episode, uh, he kept like squeaking that toy and like, <laughs> side eyeing them, and it was cracking me up so much. I like that. I do like that moment. That was a good moment. Uh, it's so realistic. Okay, if an episode was called "A New Busted for Murder," what would you think? A new busted. Uh huh. What? A new busted for murder. Uh, all a uh, gold murder? No. no. Wait. Oh, I would have said it's all gold murder. No. No. Oh, is this a real stumper? Anubis did for murder. Oh, murder rap. Anubis. Anubis. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying a bust. Whoa. That's what I did too. Yeah. Oh my God. That one's hard to say. You got to put some stink on some of these titles for them to work. <laughs> it really is in the delivery. <laughs> yeah. There's one especially. Okay, this one. Murder Skidoo. Oh God. Uh, murder takes a bow. No. What? Uh-uh. <laughs> Murder skidoo. Oh, uh, uh, slow boat to murder. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Mur- <laughs> murder skidoo. Also, an alternate title for that one is Disco was murdered. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta okay. go to our next. Yes. So, uh, of course, the hearts and the hearts go to many events mm. in season two. Mm-hmm. Which of these events would you most like to attend? Mm. This one was actually hard for me because there are a few. This was I'm hard. Like, I want to. I want to be there. This was really hard. Mine is the community theater play. <laughs> I would want to see that. Performed. Flappers Follies. Yes, Flappers Follies. <laughs> I want to see the whole play performed. I would want to be in that audience, and. Similarly, the the fashion show of uh, mm. yeah, I would want to go. The fashion show isn't happening. You mean the fashion show rehearsal, Joe? Yeah, exactly. Well, and also the community the play rehearsal. Okay. okay. <laughs> do do these events happen? We don't know. Well, we know that the play happens. Does the play does happen? The play does happen because the show at the end of the episode, on. they talk about how the play went. Okay. Oh right. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So that is my number one. Okay. I have two. Based in things that I enjoy, um, I would love to be at the croquet <laughs> championship. <laughs> really? Because th- because then I could go surfing later. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And there's Asians there, and the other. Well, oh, I just had it in my head. Is it the costume come, party? Come back to me. No, <laughs> come back. Come back to me. So my, I have two costume also, parties. I jumps also, out. Oh, the opera. Sorry. Oh, the opera. I put, I put because the opera I love too. Opera. Mm-hmm. My two are the party at the photography studio. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, just that. That seems like that would be Same. fun. Yeah, that would just be a fun party to that be. That casual at. cage. Totally. There also weren't too many people there. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it was like a, totally, it was like a COVID party. Yeah, I could yeah. totally deal with that. Except for the yeah, except for the three people in a cage. <laughs> it was very well lit. It was a bubble. 
Mm-hmm. And the other one's not necessarily an event, but uh, it's the Marina Nightlife. Uh, I, I want to oh, go yeah. to the disco that Amy Madigan is DJing at. The singles, totally. singles bar, Adele. singles bar. Yeah, because I want to, I want to, I want to go see Adele spin records. From yeah, that would be break awesome. free from those chains or whatever. <laughs> implied <laughs> violence. What was it? What was? It, what were they called? <laughs> I think it's implied violence. Isn't implied violence like a, a an actual uh, performance art group in Seattle? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that's the that's the play Arco. thing. Yeah, this reti- this retitle. It's not. It won't quiz you, but it's very apt to Ellen's choice of what event she would like to go to. Um, what what episode would you think would be called? I'd rather commit murder than go to the international croquet championship tournament. <laughs> so ha- so hateful, Joe. I know. You're I, so hateful. I might rather. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's murder in paradise, obviously. <laughs> also named turkey murder. <laughs> turkey murder. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, God. Okay. Well, Joe, mm. it's time oh. for us to mm. season wide pick your pokes <laughs> season two special Who is the most pokeable of season two mm, you have one ronnie who's ronnie ronnie is the gay villain from blue chip murder the mechanic from the, yeah that's my choice too yes yes number one he was beautiful the gay mechanic number two zero oh zero was pretty hot but Ronnie, Ronnie was dreamy. Yeah, he was great. Ronnie was really beautiful, dreamy. very beautiful. And in the world of the show, gay. Yeah, and his boyfriend <laughs> also beautiful. I, I wasn't into Chris, but I, I, Ronnie, Ronnie was my jam. Yeah, Ronnie was my jam. They were both solid. gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. All right, Ellen, what sweater would you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which sweater would you most like to fuck? <laughs> what end table really turned you on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've changed. I've had an epiphany about those silky light blue pillows. Oh, <laughs> um, I have double it's twist. A tie, it's a tie for me. <laughs> Not a black tie, Joe. I'm sorry. Oh, it's a, a tie for me for season poke. Mm-hmm. It's a tie between from uh, "Tis the Season to Be Murdered" of Roberta Bob Haywood. Oh, Bob. Mm. The yeah. scientist. Oh yeah, and Tom Raintree from uh, Tom. Tom, yeah, he's very dreamy. Gone too soon, Tom. Rest in pieces. They really t- they did murder. you dirty. They did you super dirty. <laughs> yeah. True fact. True fact. Yeah, I love those choices. I have to go to the bathroom. I will leave you with guessing what episode might be titled. North by North Pole. <laughs> Do we even have to say it? Did you guess? Did you figure it out? Yeah, we 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 assume that we guessed it, but I think that it may tie into the last uh, question that I have for you guys, uh, oh. which is, what's your favorite episode of season two? Mm-hmm. Uh, murders away. <laughs> 
murders away. What's that called? <laughs> Clearly <Yeah>. our favorite. <laughs> Getting away with murder. Favorite episode of season two? Tis a season. Tis a season. North by North Pole. <laughs> Ellen? It's for me, it's the latest in high fashion murder. For me, it's the latest in high fashion murder. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ellen and Eric agree. <laughs> Wow. Just <laughs> the seasons to be murdered was was our only heart of gold this season. It was the only one that we well, all gave, a five, gave fives to. I did have a re-rate if we want to oh, get to we're that. Gonna, we are going to do re-rate. Corner. We'll get there. We but but okay. we, as of now, that was our, our only heart of gold. True. And the only other episode, really, that I can think of that I am really just like, that was the shit was the latest in high fashion murder. And that's the one that I'm more likely going to point people to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this season to be murdered is so funny and so fun. It's so, so good. But like I said, it's the wacky one. Like it's really good, but it's really wacky. And the latest in high fashion murder has a serious, like it's very grounded. It's Peggy vibes. Yeah. It's Peggy vibes. It's mm-hmm. got a, it takes yeah. itself. Seriously. Eyes of Laura Mars. Yes. Dress to Kill. It has great slasher vibes. It also it, it also and sticks. is very mm-hmm. stylized. Like there's a stylistic element to it that doesn't exist in honestly, the only other episode that has similar style vibes is What, what Murder. Murder. Would direct about that was, the same That was gonna I be think. my second choice. Yeah. Oh god, I love What Murder. Mm-hmm. I was I, love, I was love, torn love between high fashion and What Murder. Those yeah. are my two favorites. What did we give what sure. murder? What, what murder got 13 because you gave it a three. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always writing them lower. <laughs> uh, well, actually, so Eric, what were the, what's, what are the top three and the bottom two? Do you have that in front of you? Ellen, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> uh, the top rated episode was Tis the Season to be Murdered. And then we have. The latest in high fashion murder with a 14.5 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Operation Murder with a 13.5, which is crazy to me. <laughs> um, I agree with them. I, I love all three of those episodes quite a bit, but I'm like, what murder, what murder having a third, what murder is rated the same as Murder, Murder on the Wall? Mm-hmm. And like, that's it. And then Blue Chip Murder got a 12.5. The lowest rated episodes, I think we already mentioned. Well, so there's Murder Rap, which is a five. <laughs> there's Solid Gold Murder, which is a five. And there's Getting Away with Murder, which is a two. <laughs> is that the lowest? Did we have season one? Oh, what was man. our lowest rated episode in season the one? The lowest rated episode in season one was uh, Hit Jennifer Hart, which was 4.5. But that oh. in re-rate corner was, Jade was Jade made a zero Jade eyes was made a zero. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think that those ratings really point out that almost all the episodes had something that made them. It was, it was harder to rate the episodes for me this, this season than last season. And I think it's just because the moments that were good and the elements that I really, that really worked for me, there were those throughout, throughout the season. So it made it harder to me to really, throw something in the trash can. You're, yeah, you're right. I agree. Because even homemade murder, as racist as it was and weird, weirdly 
on that line there were and so so anti-canadian yeah <laughs> super anti super xenophobic <laughs> against canadians there uh, are neighbors to the north everybody yeah. lighten up we're canadian <clears throat> they it even had, it, it had some things like the pompeii <laughs> you'll leave our pizza in ruins <laughs> That kind of stuff that sort of redeemed it a little bit. Thinking about yeah. Homemade Murderer in retrospect, though, I wish I would have rated it higher because I think it was a better, I think it was a really fun episode. It is fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could, it sort of could play out like a stage play, honestly, if you cut out the scenes at Hard Industries, which wouldn't be hard to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, speaking of that, it's it's the sacred moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm where we get to delve back into our ratings mm-hmm. and choose. But wait, before we do that, what episode would you think would be titled <laughs> this whole, this whole thing? Unrestricted open pools of acid could easily be used for murder, <laughs> but probably won't be. <laughs> what episode do you think that is? <laughs> Ex-wives can be murder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Spot on. It's time for a re-rate corner. Okay. Um, Great. Let's, let's delve back into our ratings. If, if there's an episode that we feel like we may have slighted, or if there's an episode that we feel like we overcompensated, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's get into it. Is anyone thinking of an episode that they want to know what they rated it? And Well, I know which one I'm going to re-rate. Okay. It's High Fashion Murder. I'm going to switch it to a five. Oh, my God. Thinking back about that episode really makes me appreciate it a lot more. And I feel like I was in a weird place when we watched that one. And thinking back over the whole season, even though it, it's merged together in a big mud pile from season one as well. Uh, I think that that episode is really, really great. And those musical, the sticks musical interludes with the dagger stabbing photos is so fucking cool. Yes. And that just being about fashion, it's just so rad and all the yes. models and this creepy guy that's a red herring with a cane. It oh. is thinking back about that episode is it's really cool and I really really like it a lot more than I did when I first watched it. And this the pathos of the villain in that episode as well. Yeah. Her blaming like projecting onto people that she's the sister who she is. It's so crazy. It's just like, yeah, that's why I don't think of her as a villain. Like, and it's I, not I, about I, money. And yeah, that's not about money. It's wild. She's not a villain. Yeah. She's, she's, she's Ill. just having a, yeah, she's having a bad time and it's really great. And her acting uh, that, that, ex- Except the crying parts, which I really still <laughs> think back on. If I think specifically about her crying, it brings me out. But her, Jonathan grabbing her as she's falling over the balcony of that theater and pulling her back up is such a powerful moment. It was really, really good. And it was, it's one I would tell people to watch over Tis the Season to be Murdered. So, yep, so same. If I was going to say watch one episode of Season 2, I think it would be that one, yeah. not Tis the Season. Because Tis the Season is so silly. Cool. I assume, Ellen, you don't want to re-rate that episode? No, I gave it a five. Right? Yeah, yeah, so did I. I want to bring it down. Which makes it a heart of gold. It's a heart of gold. This season Ooh. now has two hearts of gold. Mm-hmm. Unless anyone wants to re-rate this season, which mm-hmm. I don't think anyone does. Yeah, I want to give it a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be shocking. Uh, Ellen, do you have any 
I don't have any re-rates for this season. Mm. I mean, I thought about it and some of it, my only, the only one that gave me pause is the <sighs> insensitive portrayal of Assad in Murder Rap. But mm. I think I rated that fairly yeah, no, low. <laughs> that one, so, uh, yeah, me and you gave that a one. Yeah, okay, I'm good. Well, Actually, it. no. You know what? You gave it a three. I'm going to give it as I'm going to give it a zero. You give it wow. a zero. Murder rap. Even though the museum worker in me mm -hmm. struggles mightily against that, the creepy, the spooky kid in me struggles against it. But I have to, I have to toe the line on insensitive portrayals, and that is one of them. Uh, I'm boosting my homemade murder score from three to four. Okay, because. <laughs> The more I think about that episode, the more I really, really liked it. I thought it was mm. so fun. Mm -hmm. The end of that episode, I had completely forgotten about. Like, I forgot about the pizza <laughs> in kimonos. <laughs> I forgot about that whole thing. Oh. Um, I thought you were going to say the Pompeii guy. No, no, no. Guido. No, I love Guido. I yeah. love Guido and I love the Pompeii pies. I thought that when was he, so fun. When he peels the fuck out of that situation. No, oh, beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> also, so and it is, it is because since that episode, we have brought that episode yep. up several times mm -hmm. in, in multiple episodes of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's made me remember like, oh, I love that. Like that episode was really, really fun. What does it have now? It, it was a 9.5, and now it's a 10.5. What did I give it? You gave it a three. We both gave it a three. Ooh. From a, from a murmur to a... I have to give it a three because attack. yellow face. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But I do think it's a good episode. Of course, solid because episode. it's like... It's I another wish one of that those, I could give it a five. <laughs> it's mm. one of those situations where it's like, I, I don't... That element of it doesn't even reflect with me like i don't i don't yeah. remember it like I, I when you brought it up tonight i was like oh that was in that episode weird because it has no, nothing to do with the a, episode <laughs> it's a strong episode it is really good and it's kind of it's a classic suspense uh thing you know it's a parlor parlor murder mm. which is nice close but, close room murder yes that one location it really i wish they i kind of wish they would do more of just them at home having these situations for some reason it's so cozy it feels good it, i like it as a premise but classic to add they had all add all that racist shit i know i keep bringing up um i'm just so immersed in the men of hench and the kicks of side this season i feel like talking about murder rap brings to mind that i'd like to give a shout out to the old woman oh that <laughs> is with a sod <laughs> <laughs> yeah that gives him like the the vial of of uh, knockout juice or whatever yeah. to yeah. give to Jennifer. The knockout uh, necklace. Yeah, yeah, and that's just like that's what the characters described as in the cast list is yeah, the old, old woman. woman. <laughs> and that character has everything. <laughs> it says everything about that episode mm. that there's just this rando <laughs> sort of withered crone that is there helping Assad in that weird, sad, fake New York apartment in Los Angeles that he's staying at, even though uh, he's an emissary from the Egyptian government. Yeah. Like everything about it is so shady and weird, but also there's something about the crone that makes me think of super early Hitchcock and similar stories. Cause there's always like the sinister Eastern European <laughs> crones everywhere. Yes. Like, giving people malevolent looks or being the sinister force behind this or that, or the other thing. It's like, don't stay in that hotel in Algiers, anybody or whatever, you know, like it's mm -hmm. always just, just blame the old lady, which I guess is sexist. 
But old woman is really funny to me because she gives Jonathan a look that's basically like he's going to wake up dead tomorrow. <laughs> I want to ask you guys <laughs> one question. Um, oh, my God. What if an episode was called Max Fagot about the murder? <laughs> <laughs> what episode do you think murder that? is a drag yep. <laughs> that's offensive also wagner's murder cycle is another name for that <laughs> episode wagner's murder cycle is really good <laughs> i tallied up our scores for season one and season two yes. and averaged them because there are different there's a different amount of episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How um, many different? How many? What? There's the, 23 episodes of season one, which is pl- oh, well, that's including the pilot, pilot including right. the pilot. So that's that's uh, 23 episodes versus 20 episodes of season two. Season one's total score from us was 244 hearts. Okay, with an average of 10.6 hearts per episode. So I'm saying that season one is 10.6. Okay, making the average rating a heart attack. Okay. Yeah. A very low. Season one is is a season one it's qualifies a as a heart attack. It's a low heart attack. Okay. Yeah, but it's a heart attack. Yeah. Like okay. it's in it's in the realm. Right. Right. Season two. Uh oh. Received a score of one hundred and eighty three point five. This is including our re rates. Okay. Okay. Which averaged out to nine point one seven five. Oh. Wow. Puts it in the high heart murmur. The highest heart murmur. <laughs> wow. Wow. That makes sense. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Like that totally really does. works. Mm-hmm. It's summed up in the scene with Milo and Gunther when the hearts walk into the apartment and they're in there ransacking the place and Gunther throws <laughs> the Ottoman. <laughs> and he just picks up that giant <laughs> Ottoman and throws it at them. <laughs> I feel like that is my response to season two in a nutshell. Where it's like, I'm kind of confused. I don't know what to do, but I sort of love that he throws the ottoman too. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's just kind of all over the place. But of course, as a devoted lover, I have affection for it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Total. too many boats, not enough ghosts. I maintain that. Mm-hmm. Thinking about murder, murder on the wall, the first episode of season two mm-hmm. now. Ooh, that scene in the parking lot. Yes. It was good. So good. It was good. So well done. But honestly, like, I don't feel like it was necessary to re-rate it lower, but I do not think it deserved the four that I gave it. Oh. Oh. Really? Yeah, I don't. Because of the wow. overall plot I think, and the I memory think of it. my excitement for season two, coupled mm. with the fact that they went on location um, mm-hmm. for a little bit of it, and that Sid Haig was in it, mm-hmm. really bumped that up. And the, the scene in the... The parking garage was so good. Yeah. Just like it was in Cop Out. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, like mm-hmm. why did I not call bullshit on that? <laughs> like, don't repeat yourself. But mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a TV series from the 80s. I think it's different, different enough that it was. It's just, totally different. It's totally different. Yeah. And it also had Jennifer like going back for her bracelet. Yes. Which, which was so, that was so incredible. good. So good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, like when I think about that episode, I don't necessarily think, oh, I, I can't wait to watch that one again. No. Like High high Fashion Murder was so much better. Just the season to be murdered was so much better. Yeah. And honestly, Homemade Murder is so much more fun, <laughs> minus the racism. <laughs> that woman getting a, a knife in her back and rolling down the hill. <laughs> yeah. The, the moment that pops into my head consistently 
from season two, although you'd think after what I just said, it would be that epic throwing of the Ottoman. Mm. But it's actually when Jonathan is in that fugue state after getting his head injury. Uh. And it's the quality of light in mm. downtown LA. Like, and it's, it's the way it's filtered. It's super royal blue mm-hmm. uh, sky. And there's just a, a total mood. Like it's, it's just dissonant and it's really unexpected. And the music, you know, like, and he's just, it's a really subtle performance mm-hmm. from RJ. Like that is really like, I can just envision I love that episode. him mm. there with that blue dark blue night sky and it's just you can feel the weird emptiness of a downtown area after dark it's just Mm. everything and so what murder really affected me and of course i like what murder and operation murder because they are just the darkness yeah even though amnesia is a is a ridiculous (laughs) uh, plot device in almost every single application in which it is used but there's just something about everything that surrounds that that makes it worth it to me. So for me, mm. this season wins because although it's not spooky except mm. for murder rap, it, it's dark, and you know yeah. that I live I live for the darkness. And Operation Murder had a little bit of spooky moment when she was just wandering that nightmarish uh, hallway. That was so oh, good. Yeah, it's, it's, that was it's creepy for well, sure. Well, just the silhouette. Of the the uh, nurse strangling, quote unquote head. nurse running past her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so oh, so good. Creepy wig. Yeah. yeah. I think that our ratings are accurate. I think everything really reflects well what season one and season two were mm-hmm. to us. Yeah, I uh, agree. I have one more thing to say mm-hmm. about just the season overall, and it's kind of about the recap episode. I feel like for this one, because season two was such a shift in many ways in tone and just our responses to the episode. And I feel like, man, it's been like, here's the understatement of the century. It's been a rough year. And I feel like timing wise, since we're doing these back to back to back to back to back, I think that when you and Joe touched on ratings that you gave or your perspective, when you're kind of just not feeling it, I think that's legitimate. And so I feel like as we're recording this recap, like the last one, I just remember being so hyped and and excited and laughing so hard. And admittedly, we have laughed hard tonight, but I think that this recap episode is an absolute, much like the scores that you averaged, it's an accurate reflection, I think, of this chunk of time. I mean, I think people that listen consistently know that we're doing this, you know, twice a week. And it's it's a time commitment because it's more than just watching the episode and jumping uh, onto the Zoom. It's like for me, I watch the episode. Sometimes I'll watch and rewatch. And sometimes like I'm anxious, you know, even though I'm at home most of the time, I have anxiety about being being prepared, you know, because it's we're on. And man, there's still been a lot of days this the second half of the year, which is the majority of the time that we were we've been recording season two, that it's it's been rough. So I think that this is just absolutely right. That's where where season two has found us. And so we move forward, but now I think it'll be interesting to see. I mean, season three, everybody loves season three. It's it's just a great season. I'm um, so excited. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great season, but also I think we're all curious to see how it changes it for us to do this once a week. And also, I feel like I have to be clear that when we sit down 
because we're friends and we just are hanging out twice a week is part of it too, that we'll talk for hours sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's an ebb and a flow to that as well. So Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be really fun. I'm excited that we had our first guest. Me too. Yeah. So it's just, it's just season two recap, man. It's, it's honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's also three (laughs) hours long. Wow. <laughs> Are we at three drunk. hours? We're at three hours, yeah. <laughs> um that's crazy. But you're right. I'm I'm very excited for season three. I I yeah. and especially watching one a week that is gonna be, I think, really good because I wanna have some excitement to do it again and the two a week was starting to get like, oh no, we're already recording again. You know, on Thursday night, it was like, oh shit, we're doing this again right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, having I'll that say feeling. though, I I will miss seeing you guys twice a week. Me too. I mean, we can still see each other twice a week. Yeah, we can. So I have the pleasure mm-hmm. of asking <laughs> Ellen, what are we doing next? I'm so glad you asked. Here it comes, <laughs> season three. Yes. Get ready, everybody. <laughs> it's coming in hot. Originally airing on October sixth, nineteen eighty one. We're going to kick it off with hearts and flowers. Jennifer becomes a target for murder when Max names a hybrid rose after her, and she is stalked by the psychotic judge of a prestigious rose contest. Ooh. Take that croquet competition. (laughs) Yeah. It's a rose parade. Awesome. Jennifer. That sounds fun. We already have a Minute Max submitted for that episode. Oh, we do? Oh, my God. That's great. That is great. That's so great. Uh, Thank you for anyone that is still listening to this one. <laughs> uh, I think people will still listen to this. This was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're coming back at you on Fridays. Every Friday, you will get a new episode of It Was Murder. Mm. Sometimes you might get two a week if we have a guest or some fun supplemental stuff. For the next five years. For the next 18 years. <laughs> We appreciate you so much. We love hearing from you. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. Um, thank. We got a new rating on the Apple iTunes <gasps> podcast app. Was it zero stars? It was from Ry seventy eight. It was five stars. It says Yay. must listen. Recently started listening to this podcast. I have been a heart to heart fan for a long time, and I really oh. enjoy listening to Ellen, Eric, and Joe's thoughts on each episode. I often have to keep myself from laughing out loud at work while listening. Aww. I just want to hang out and talk heart to heart with them. Oh, cute! You know Yay. what? We want to hang out and talk heart to heart with you. We want to listen. Here. We want to listen to your Minute Maxes. Yes, we we want to hear your Minute Max. We want to hear your opinions on our opinions. We want we want to we want to talk to you, and you can do that. At our Instagram, Edit Was Murder Pod, or at our Twitter, Edit Was Murder Pod, or you can email us at itwasmurderpod at gmail.com. And please rate and review. Give us five stars just because it doesn't hurt you. It helps us. Yeah. And good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. We did it. We did it. Yay.